Are you a yeah, macho man? Yeah, man. I was flexing the whole time. That's why I was doing all the macho man dances, dude. Hell yeah. Dude, I, dude, I was just thinking, man, like, yo. <laughs> fuck, fuck the month of June. We gave the gays the 70s. You guys had a whole decade, bro. You literally had a whole decade, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. No, I gotta fucking celebrate you every um, one month out of every year, dude. You literally had the 70s. Like, nobody loved the 70s more than the gays. They controlled, they clearly controlled TV, music, cars. Like, those are the worst cars. You know what I mean? Like, you guys had the 70s. And the 80s. What are you talking about? The 80s were all gay. Most of the 80s, too. Yeah. That was more the dykes. <laughs> yeah, we gave the gays the 70s. We gave the dykes the 80s. That's why the music sucked. And then, the, you know what I mean? The 90s went over. back to the, to, the, to the straight people who were so depressed from the gay eras. No, that's why I keep telling people, the kids nowadays, the young fellas, they never understand what I keep telling them, which is the 90s were great. We had cleavage and blowjobs. It was amazing times, man. It was, it was man. amazing. It was such a good time. The budget was balanced. <laughs> I got a blowjob. <laughs> and there was cleavage everywhere. Just boobies as far as the eye could see. And it was really like fake tits everywhere. That's the only that's, that's a downside. I didn't like the fake tits. Yeah, but I just remember distinctly the 90s were the era of just tits, man. Boobs. They were everywhere. The cleavage was yeah. just galore, man. Oh, uh, you had Baywatch? Every, yes, dude. Everything. Like, even like, look at old episodes of Friends. Like, everything was just cleavage and tits, and they're in your face. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, dude, all the commercials, everything. Like, I've watched old movies recently from the 90s, and, like, the mom for... <laughs> the Like, the mom no, will be, like, this hot babe, and her, like, shirt will be, like, this, like, halfway buttoned up, you know? like <laughs> I forgot what I was watching, dude, but I, I really wish I was a man in the 80s. Because they were, like, dude, the man had tits. He had a beer belly. <laughs> And the wife was just a smoke show. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. I've been, I've been floored. Every time something from the 90s comes on, I always point out to him. I'm like, look at all Remember the that boobs. Sh- <laughs> Remember that show Cop and a Half? Or that movie Cop and a yes, Half? Yes, of course. I love Cop and Who, a Half. Who's that actor? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds has never lifted a weight in his entire life. Dude, and, and he was yes. like the sexiest man I have, for 40 years. I have no idea what his abs look like. <laughs> like. He never showed up because he didn't have any. He was just skinny. Not like muscle or anything, dude. He just happened to be like one of those like naturally skinny guys. No, everybody and they considered like that. that like, oh my God, this guy is amazing. Oh, Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, every all the guys back then, they didn't have to like hit the gym and do roids to look like Thor. You know, they oh, just... even what's his name didn't get fu- he didn't get a six pack till Gladiator. <laughs> before before that, dude, I'm pretty sure there's pictures of them filming Gladiator and they're like smoking cigarettes on the set. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like these, it's only a new phenomenon. No, back like... in the '90s, you wanted a six pack. You had to go to like a 16 year old Leo. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I'm, I'm actually kind of fascinated now with the idea of, like, these action stars from the 70s and 80s where, like, they weren't hitting the gym and doing the health Frank, trainer. Frank, you know? the, toughest guy, <laughs> the toughest guy in the 70s 
was the Fonzie, a 5'4 Jew. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because he put out a leather jacket. You got, like... like a... <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, Harrison Ford is my funniest thought right now, of how, like, he was, like, the action guy, right? I was just a skinny guy. Like, all you had to do was be a skinny guy over five, like, 5'9". Five all of them, dude. Yo! Oh, like, uh, John Wayne. That's yeah. Clint Eastwood. Nobody. I'm thinking. None of these guys <laughs> lifted a weight in their entire career. It wasn't until nowadays you got to have fucking John Cena trying out and fucking the saying, Rock. The Rock and like that dude Chris Hemsworth who plays Thor. Chris Hemsworth. You see this guy? Yeah. Like he's like that's like. Oh, they're they got to try really hard, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The dude's like probably cutting. Wait and eating chicken and eggs and just like taking roids and hitting the gym constantly like that's like Harrison Ford did none of that and he just made a new Indiana Jones movie he's 85 years old you, know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you think Al Pacino had a six pack <laughs> Al Pacino <laughs> still banging chicks he's still <laughs> yeah, he's still having kids and he didn't have a six pack when he was 20 you think he's got a six pack at 80 come on <laughs> We need like we need a modern day superhero action star. That's who's why just kids, like, if you're out there and you're looking in the mirror and you're like, "Oh, my nose is too big. I can't get a girl to fuck." <laughs> Al Pacino got fucked, okay, <laughs> without a condom. You know what? You should show dudes who aren't being successful getting laid is show them a picture of Al Pacino and Robert De Niro together now in their eighties. Be like, these guys are having kids. Oh, Robert De Niro literally looks like he melted. I don't know how they did it. His face <laughs> melted. And he's still getting laid. Still having kids. Come on. Do you know who the chick... Okay, the chick who's <laughs> pregnant with El Pacino's kid. Do you know who she dated before El Pacino? I'm glad you investigated. I do not have enough information. Mick Jagger. Oh, of course. Oh, they oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this chick. did. Wait, does she have a kid with Jagger? She looked at Mick Jagger and she's like, you know what? You know what? This gross skeleton is nice, but I want one that's smaller. <laughs> Someone I can move around a little bit. It's just a little too big of a skeleton, you know? Can I get like a 5'4 skeleton? Yeah, Al Pacino, that one'll do. <laughs> Mick Jagger is like 80. He's still having kids too, I swear. I think he just had a kid. These, yeah. these dudes have super sperm, man. I'm telling you. There's something going on with these, it's these insane. cats. It's because, you know, they've lived their lives being famous. So they have the house in Malibu or they have the beachfront property. No, this is what or, you, you know, for. And, like, and so they get to yeah. hang out all the time and do yoga and relax. And, you know, they, they have the time to, like you said, take the. Uh, the once a day and then snort the Viagra and bang the hot day. No, no. You know why you know why he's having a kid and I'm not? Because I'm thirty-five, no woman wants to come into Nona's basement and have <laughs> sex with the, the loser who lives in his grandma's basement. You know what she'd rather do is go into the fucking beachfront property in Malibu and fuck the eighty three year old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna go bang that gross dude. Yeah. Absolutely. No no no, you're cuter and your dick's a lot better, but He's got a beachfront in Malibu. Yes, no, we all it's a know. Little, it's a about. little better than the view from Nona's basement, you know? <laughs> the money chasing uh, never works out in the end. People, beware, I'm telling you. Uh, uh, true love is... can be found in Nona's basement. 
<laughs> just kidding. Don't ever date a guy who lives in his grandma's basement. He's not serious. That means he's not serious about anything in life. Especially if he's 35. And he makes way too much money to live in his bedroom's basement. That means he's just, he's just lost mentally. Oh, man. Welcome to a Dude Man Therapy Session. We're talking the about rant. <laughs> That's right. I never thought Al Pacino would make me reconsider my life. Well, look, I think every guy in around America, when they saw like Robert De Niro, they're like, "Ah, oh, all right, Robert De Niro, seventy nine. He's kind of a blowhard. I get it. Yeah." And then they're like, "Al Pacino, eighty three. Everybody questioned their manhood." Right I then know, and there, yeah, because like, you oh, know he's got a smaller dick than me. He's shorter. Like Jesus like, Christ, am I really that pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> and first, Robert De Niro, I could take it. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> hit me with a two-way punch with the Al Pacino? Are you kidding me? I mean, he's one, so, he's, he's one slip away from De Niro. It's you know what this literally is? money. I think this is all bullshit. It's all a, a lie, and it's uh, and like a little bit of a ploy to get some inner uh, or some advertising going for a new movie they come out where they play two old guys who are old buddies and they absolutely uh, accidentally become dads again. Right? No. I think their acting is over, dude. I don't know. All right, we lost Mike on that one. But I'm just going to say. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to think because their movie was terrible. The Irishman. Yeah, but did you see the new one with uh, De Niro with your favorite comedian currently, uh, R- Robbie Maniscalco? What's the guy's name? <laughs> Fuck Sebastian Maniscalco, dude. What did I oh call him? Oh my god, dude. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? He did a movie with De Niro. It's like... um With a- Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro is supposed to be your dad from... Yes, you Listen. didn't see this? No, it's like a ripoff. They like cut out Ben Stiller, and they replaced him with... Uh, uh, Damasco Mascanello. He's from Crystal Lake. Okay. Dom- Dominic uh, Mascangelo? <laughs> What's the guy's name? Seb- Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck it. You know what kills me the most about him is how much like so many people think he's like the funniest well, you, guy in the world. Have you not it's seen not, the poster for this movie? You've got the fancy it's new not rig. Funny. Check he's it not out. Funny. Have you not seen this? He's been doing the rounds on the. Oh, there is no late. On what shows are they doing now? The rounds. They can't do any interviews. It's crazy. You know what's really funny is since there's no late show, I was trying to find like, all right, well, so they all have podcasts, but it's got to be in their contract. They're all doing replays. Yeah, nobody can do. Um, maybe they just is decided that... we're gonna take a vacation. So I couldn't. I can't tell. No, no, because it's too long now. At first, I thought maybe they were like, all right, we're gonna do this out of solidarity, but I, I'm starting to think that. These guys can't even do a podcast without the writers. I also uh, I saw slash heard a rumor going around that confirms a theory I had brought up a few months ago, which is, or whenever this started, uh, nobody knows, nobody cares, right? Uh, that <laughs> they are, in fact, going to just um, get rid of a lot of these writers because they're trying to move on from the woke movement. Oh, good. There's Please. a there's a lot of rumblings that well, it it destroyed a lot of Please. these companies. And uh, a word on the street is that a lot of these companies are worried they're going to get uh, the Bud Light treatment. Good. So, and Bud Light, by the way, <clears throat> doesn't truly. I get the whole thing, but it doesn't really affect Anheuser Busch. 
this massive uh, corporation which owns so many beers. I think a lot of people were going, I can't remember what the beer was. It was like Modelo or something. Uh, it was some other beer that all these people were leaving Bud Light for, but it's also owned by Anheuser-Busch. By Anheuser- yeah. yeah. No, dude. You can't dude, escape. Best- people, don't, people don't realize that we are controlled by the same six companies with all yes. things. Like food, entertainment. You can't boycott. Everything. You can't boycott. And the same players, there's like a handful of them at the top. They own everything. Yeah, I, I don't know. They they said that, uh, so like the whole big, the big talking point on like Ben Shapiro and everything is uh, Anheuser-Busch stock is down 20%. <laughs> it's down 20%. But what they don't talk about is like before that Dylan Mulvaney thing, oh, it yeah. was at it. Dude, it was all time high. It had never, it was literally, I think I bought it. When I bought it, when I bought Anheuser-Busch stock, everybody was like, it was like all the suggestions were like, don't buy it. It's too high. Right? Oh, yeah. And that was at like $51. It's still at like $60. (laughs) Like $55, whatever. These companies are involved in so uh, many brands. They were, yeah. They were like so high, overinflated. One of the things a lot they're not talking about is like a lot of stocks right now are really overinflated. Pretty much the stock market is the whole stock market. Yeah, I think they said the Nasdaq, everything. Yeah, and the S and P's. Like, if it were going to crash, I would say this is the year to go down. No, I think it's going to be next year. Next year, huh? Right before the election, we can get old Joe out of there. I think it's going to be after the election. So we can keep old Joe in. Oh, yeah. No? You think he's going to win? Nah. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I have no idea what's going to happen. I just... I think it's going to be the craziest year to do a podcast. I'm glad we have the show. (laughs) That's all I know. We're going to see deep fakes. Uh, Do you know what I think is going to happen, actually? And people are not prepared for this? but I've been saying it for a while. Fake alien invasion. David Grush, an Air Force veteran, former member of that task force, and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, is formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles. You know, call it spacecraft if you will. Non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, 
that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. Grush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. News Nation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. He also tells us he's not seen photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked yeah. extensively. Okay, with so other the fact that stop the fact the minute they cite national security reasons for why they can't disclose information because it's our craft. <sighs> It's our technology. No, he's saying they recovered the craft and we're using it. That's what he's alleging. We're, we're flying. This yes, UFO. he said we recovered it and we're, we re, we we uh, figured out how to use it and we're flying it ourselves now. That's why they can't release the information. Hmm. So you are and, correct. And when, and, so, and when they first took off, they accidentally hit the wall behind them. So Will Smith flipped the directions around. <laughs> That's right. You got it backwards, man. So uh, <laughs> you got it backwards. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> the Jeff Globe Goldblum lit the cigar. God, ah, so yes, stupid. the fat woman. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're obsessed with the fat woman. This, uh, what he's saying is. They have recovered craft for years and <clears throat> reverse engineered it, and our military and Air Force are using that technology. And so, Mike, this confirms what you have said for the last two years on the show. Without a doubt, you are right, sir. Everything that they reported, that shit that Joe Rogan was obsessed with, uh, the gimbal yeah. video, that was just us using no, bullshit. tech. It's That's... ours. No, bullshit. Uh, well, he's saying that we've reverse engineered it. Intelligence I'm officials calm. who have. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the US government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah. Do we have bodies? Do we have species of Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as, fan as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. Yeah! Come on, man. So I think they're getting, they're moving towards disclosure. They're making it publicly, uh, you know, discussable, right? We're, we're, it's becoming something that we're going to be able to talk about and uh, admit fluidly and freely. And then, what have I been saying? Fake alien invasion, man. Come on. Yeah, this is really weird. This is this I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe it at all. Anytime there's a government official who's just like a whistleblower or whatever. Remember the whistleblowers that were uh, spilling the beans on the Russian involvement and collusion with the Trump administration that ended up being total bullshit? Yeah, I don't believe any of this. I don't believe it either outside of the fact they're priming the public. If you are releasing this information, calling it whistleblower stuff, 
uh, Freedom of Information Act. You know, they're they're throwing all these big words in there that make it seem legit, and people are gonna tune in. And then again, I've been saying this for a while. They are just milking us and making us ready for that alien invasion, man. They can really, I believe, pull off a uh, a fake invasion, whether or not they actually have alien tech. Or they have the capabilities through Skynet and holographic projection technology. I think there is a potential here where because society isn't really going the way these you know, wicked players at the top want it to go, they, I feel like uh, COVID maybe didn't play out as harshly as they were hoping for. Uh, you know, what way to call the masses and enslave us you know, what's the best way to do it? <clears throat> do the fake alien invasion, man. You really think so? I don't think they can fake it. I don't think you can do I'm going to say this. If you see ships coming in on the major cities, it's fake. I'm calling it now. I'm not going to believe it. Just like I'm not going to believe COVID. Don't look up. Don't look up. Well, only if it's chemtrails. And look, they were uh, (laughs) and reported to your Congress member. Uh, And maybe that's part of the chemtrail program. You know, you create a uh, film in the sky, almost like a blanket, like a screen, and you can project whatever you want on that bed. Or the aliens are uh, terraforming. Yes, I dig the uh, alien terraformation. So you and I, are we on the same page here then with this UFO uh, disclosure uh, announcement to the world that aliens are real, they've crash-landed here, and we're using their tech? Or All I'm saying bullshit. is, dude, for the past year, year and a half, it's been nothing but like, oh, CIA discloses, oh, FBI discloses, oh, NASA discloses, oh, UFO disclosure. Dude, I haven't seen a picture. I haven't seen any, anything. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good call. Show me something. Show me the fucking alien in the tube, like in... in uh. Independence Day. That's right. Like, show me something. I've kind of uh, thrown out there, maybe the aliens are here. We uh, discussed it. I was impressed by your um, Anunnaki mention there and their uh, search for gold. (laughs) Um, They're here for the gold. It's every 3,000 years, right? Okay, well, I'm not familiar with that, but uh, hopefully they don't take mine. And, uh, are you serious? That's when their that's when their planet comes closest to ours in the orbit. Wow! So are they coming? Are they nearby, or what's the deal here? No, I think we got to wait some more time. Okay, so we're in the clear, but are they here harvesting the gold? Is that what, or we're harvesting it for no, them? No, we're harvesting it for. We're them. the slave. Yeah. We're the slave race for the Anunnaki. Yeah, right on. One thing is for sure, I don't know who our master is, but me and you are definitely a slave. <laughs> no doubt about it. The fact that we have to wake up every day and go to work. We're slaves to somebody. I don't know who yet, but... Oh, uh... There's some form of slavery going on with the masses, especially in America, probably worldwide. Uh, you know, I always think that 
it's so easy to hide the reality or trick the common man to the the truth of the world that of course that we must be slaves on some level we we there's hidden knowledge out there that isn't available to us and there's probably you know some value to time and time is what they strip us of the most and so i it seems like we're losing out on many levels uh you know financially time wise you know maybe spiritually you know uh that's why the alien situation being a slave race never uh has escaped me i've always kind of been not on board with that that's- we are great slaves we're great slaves there's a song uh i can't remember the artist offhand right now i think it's called pets and the chorus is like we'd make great pets i really believe yeah. that 100 percent. and maybe we are uh it's very possible Dude, look at some of these leaders, man. Have you seen mm. Chuck Schumer recently? He looks like a lizard. It's crazy. I know. Like Nancy Pelosi. Like these <laughs> are gremlins, man. And it's not just on the left, by the way. Uh, I just didn't Oof. feel like talking about the turtle. <clears throat> Mitch McConnell, man. That guy looks like he died in the fall. Haven't, what is going on? I haven't seen that guy's name floating around in a while. It's pretty strange, actually. Oof. Uh, Actually, speaking of the Senate, man, I got a clip of the Senate. Oh, another one. Hey, I feel another one. Another one. The Senate recently had a uh, a little discussion about electric cars. Yes. One of our topics. This guy goes, he kind of just, he kind of, points out the biggest flaw in their whole electric car idea. Excellent. Right? Yeah. Are you you ready for this? This It's a real quick one. It's a good one. Oh, I'm in. All right, here we go. Let me make sure that everything's up. (laughs) Production crew back in the smoke room. Just so we're on the scale of the issue. (laughs) Each electric vehicle battery for a heavy-duty truck weighs 8,000 pounds. And you need at least two of them. So we're talking the weight of, you know, four or five cars. And our, my friends and peers in the industry nationwide who have tried to make efforts to put in, say, hey, I'm going to convert a dozen forklifts to electric, or I want to tee up a facility for 30 electric trucks. There's no power. The utilities come back. The cities come back and say, is this some kind of joke? One friend tried to put in, in Illinois a, uh, a facility, tee it up for 30 trucks electrification. The city came back and said, this is some kind of joke. You're asking for more draw than the entire city requires. <laughs> and just to give you an idea, 30, 50 trucks, that's like a five, six megawatt application. The factory that makes the trucks is a two megawatt factory. Wow. Dude. Wow. Yeah, I don't think uh, our grid is sustainable for everybody to have an electric car. They all keep pushing it. Because they, they want all keep pushing because it. they want to normalize rolling blackouts <laughs> and people not having access to your to their power, then they could uh, normalize you starving because you can't start up your electric stove. I, I don't think people understand. He was talking about in Illinois, a company could they laughed at him for charging stations on 30 trucks. Wow. Dude, <laughs> wow. That's a small company. That's a small trucking. Thirty trucks is a small trucking company. Very small, right? Yes. 
Did you hear him? He said, if you want 30, to, if you want 30 trucks, it's 5 megawatts. That's more than the factory. That's more than double the factory. What it was it requires a two? to make them? <clears throat> two for the factory, wasn't that right? Two for the factory that makes them. So it's a scam. You literally, <laughs> <laughs> come on, dude! It's a fucking scam, people. Come on, man! You're asking for a whole city's worth of energy just to charge your trucks. Come on. They're also having issues, I believe, this is a California problem, with the uh, Tesla charging stations. You get the rolling blackouts in California, and you get... I, I believe, don't they have shutdown times where you're not supposed to charge you're your not car? To, yes, in certain areas. They're it going to do like... that everywhere. I, just don't, I never understood the idea, like, oh, we're all going to just no. be charging off the grid. It doesn't make sense since we do nothing to improve the grid. I, I keep arguing with people in Chicago. I love that clip because he specifically said the guy in Illinois. And I'm like, dude, anybody who's lived anywhere near Chicago, you know in the summertime you get rolling blackouts because of the air conditioners. That's right, man. That's the air conditioner. These things are sucking four, five times the energy as the air conditioner. Absolutely. And how is... <laughs> I mean, come on. How is that possible? No, I use California as the example just because I recall it was last summer that they had the issue with the rolling blackouts because of the air conditioner use and because of the excess car charging on the grid and all the other nonsense. And California just sounds like it doesn't know how to run itself. Uh, I don't blame the people. I blame the government, no doubt. But I, I'm... Thinking that, you know, if you could imagine a place like Chicago or, you know, a major city where everybody's charging and every- it makes you think the reason they want everyone to get into the electric car situation is because they don't want you to have a car. Yeah. They don't want you to be able to leave your house. Or they want you living in those 15-minute cities that they keep talking about. And they, they the uh, line. <clears throat> Yeah, have you Did seen? You see that shit? Yeah, uh, talk about the line a little bit. I'm a big fan of the line, oh, actually. It's, um, it's disgusting. It's, it's a, so scary. I saw this. It was at the World Economic Forum uh, that I saw the video. Uh, not that I was there, uh, but I saw it on their <laughs> Twitter page. They played a video. Dude, we of can't it. even afford the plane tickets. <laughs> we can't even be the servants to that clean the toilets on their <laughs> private planes. I tried to apply. I'm not even good enough to plunge it. <laughs> dude, so, uh, yeah, it's this, I think it's a Saudi dude who came up with the line, yeah. and they want to integrate yeah. this uh, worldwide or whatever, but they're going to build it in Saudi Arabia? They're already right? building it. No, they're building it. Oh, it's happening. Wow. It's it's Dude, it's in the process. Yeah. I don't know wow. if you can move in yet, but it's already, yeah. And it's just like a mile city. The um well it's it's a city that's upward it goes up right so it's literally just like a it's literally like a it's a line it's one road that's like a mile long and then they did like an underground yeah. like transit system right and then all these buildings there's a wall that's like a glass wall so it's gonna reflect the heat because you're in the Middle East yeah and you'll uh you'll own nothing and you'll be happy that's how it works it's man. so scary man yeah. 
You know um, that's what they want here. Yes, it's called, uh, well, here, what they're trying to do, it's what they have in uh, China, actually, which is uh, like 15-minute the cities. They're 15-minute cities. And you have a pass where that's your city. It's I don't know how else to explain it. You you have this like 15 minute range where that's your like part of the city and that's what that's where you live. It's uh and you can't yeah, I got, I know. It's like your barrio. <laughs> your credit your digital credit doesn't work outside of your little city area. Yeah, so you can't go to the hospital, you can't go to the store, you can't go to anything outside that area. They want that here. Uh Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum. All the clowns in the Democratic Party, they're really into that kind of shit. It's all about their, like, eco-friendly nonsense, man. That, like, uh, I... Again, every... All the bullshit happening is based in the green energy movement, and I don't think people realize that the whole thing is a farce, and all these clowns are making a ton of money off of it. They're scamming us, and they're screwing us over in the process. We're all going to suffer because they're trying to make a buck off of some green movement that is a total farce yeah it's uh, they talk you know i think as ben shapiro always says it but it's the greatest point ever if you really want to know what the experts believe about sea level rise <laughs> go look at the predictions of the insurance companies who have insured these oceanfront homes yes because absolutely you know, they're insuring these homes and they believe they're not going to be underwater for a hundred years so, minimal. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Obama wouldn't go buy his beachfront property if he thought it would be underwater in five, ten years. If he was you listening know? to El Gore. That's right. You know, he'd buy the, street, he'd buy the property across the street. Uh, but the Democrats, um, they never listen to themselves. Uh, they don't realize that when they say the things, electric, the electric car—it's gonna—it's it, ruining the planet. It's not a good movement. The whole green energy movement, man. I'm telling you, it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's a scam. Like the you road said. to hell is paved in good intent. <laughs> I know. I just—I I can't. It, it, stand you guys the are movement. ruining this planet by trying to save it. I—I I don't understand. I don't get it either. Outside of these are. People who are making money, man. That's what COVID was. That's what everything that ends up destroying the world or society is based around. It's these people just making a quick buck and lining their pockets. Yeah, I guess. Uh, How do we line our pockets, man? That's what we need. We need to figure out how to line our pockets and our listeners' pockets. (laughs) That's right. Well, just side with the uh, aliens when they finally crash land here and, uh, you know, be friends with them. All will be good. Um, or we can invest in the rubles. Is that what the Russians uh, use? Because I'm not going to lie. Man, I we got to go into it. This is one of the craziest things ever. It's the Nord Stream pipeline all over again. Did you follow the news on the, the dam? I don't know who to believe. Man, come on. This is uh, Nord Stream all over. The, I, I swear, this we obviously blew it up. Come on. Yeah, we blew it up. It's yeah, blew so it up. obvious. It's, 
And now back to the war in Ukraine. Kiev and Moscow are blaming each other for the destruction of a major dam in a Russian-controlled area that has unleashed heavy flooding and forced major evacuations in an area close to a nuclear power plant. CBS you know what I think this is, dude? Rapata... Like, this is like you see the picture and it's Putin pointing at Zelensky and yes. Zelensky pointing at Putin, right? But if you cross your eyes and pull away, you see America. Yeah, in the middle, you know? Uncle Sam smiling. It's one of those Mad Magazine back covers where you fold the pages. You fold Putin and Zelensky, yeah. make them kiss, and it makes America. It's just Hunter Biden's dong holding the gun next to it, and like a little gram of crack. I think this was definitely us. <laughs> no, nobody else in the world could do these things without being detected. No, this is exactly, it's the same exact playbook. Some underwater explosive goes off in a country other than the two obviously involved <laughs> in this war is affected by it. And then you got some American inspector on shore just squinting his eyes. He's like, oh, I think I saw a Pollock out there. <laughs> Those damn Poles. They must ah, have... They must have did it. <laughs> what is that, a submarine with a screen door? It was the Polish. <laughs> I told you. I told you those Polish, they do it every time. <laughs> yeah, they're drowning. We got to go save them again. What are you going to do? Can't teach him nothing. A screen door. Uh, so, <laughs> I yeah, you know how Hitler took over Poland, right? <laughs> how was that? Oh, they just walked in backwards and said they were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's for all the D-Day fans out there. <laughs> there you go. That's why we had to save them. So uh, I'm glad we're both in agreement here. And has all the details. Drone footage shown on President Zelensky's social media channel revealed the extent of the damage to the Kahovka power plant. The blast smashed through the dam wall, resulting in this massive breach. Water from the Dnipro River is now gushing downstream in the direction of the southern city of Kherson, raising fears of massive flooding in low-lying areas, forcing some residents to evacuate. Shocked locals woke up to the destruction. Everything is getting wiped out on the way, said this man. Zelensky has placed the blame squarely on Russia's shoulders, while the Kremlin has accused Kiev of blowing it up. The dam. I thought it was Kiev. Kiev. <laughs> it's Kiev now. Are you guys fucking with me? What the fuck is this? What happened to Kiev? What did she say, Kiev? Kiev. It used to be. Uh, Jesus, I can't even remember now. This is how the brainwashing is. Uh, Frank. Frank. To be fair, on like a time scale, uh, Ukraine is a teenager, and you know how they like to <laughs> yeah, you know, right. change their change their nicknames, pronouns, and yeah. all that. So this is a. Yeah. It was Kiev, forever, and then the war started, and you were a bigot if you didn't say Kiev and Kiev, and yeah. now it's Kiev. Kiev. Well, this is like you know. Ukraine's fighting its, like, grunge stage. 
I'm going. I'm going to go back here. here we go. Zelensky <laughs> has placed the blame squarely on Russia's shoulders, while the Kremlin has accused Kiv of blowing it. Kiv, she really Kiv. like leans into that too. What? Where? No, 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 Frank. I'm, I don't like I this. Corrected. This bitch just doesn't know what to say. No, 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 no. This is a psyop. I'm telling you, they are met. This she, is a catch up on the wall. Kiv or Kiev. She said, "Fuck it. I'm taking out all the E's." Well, we have a test now. Eye. Okay, we've identified a Kiv. So now it's a Kiv. <laughs> We have spotted a Kiv. So now the test is, here's the test with the the media, the machine. Let's yeah. see if they're fucking with us. So the test will be, does Dave Muir say Kiv? Ooh, I give it three weeks. Okay, so if the machine is real and we are three being totally weeks. fucked yeah. with, then Dave Muir, that ravaging animal, mm. will... Uh, the animal. The animal. <laughs> Starring Rob Schneider. Uh... He should do the animal part two. As Dave Muir? As Dave Muir. Uh, his hair's too curly. <laughs> Nothing about he the face or the Frank, size. Or he <laughs> can never do the dippity do. <laughs> the animal starring Rob Schneider as Dave Muir. Uh, I like that. It has a good sound to it. You'd have to do like Marky Mark or something. I just, uh, we need to pay very close attention to this. I think this is very crucial now in, in the world of the, uh, the elites and the media totally messing with our heads. you hear about marky mark no oh well yeah he moved to um Las no, Vegas. No, 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 no. No. when he was younger <laughs> no dude he like assaulted some lady and blinded her wow Yo, you you gotta dude he's a real piece of shit he's a born-again christian now man no i don't give a fuck you're a real piece of shit you should look, go back and look at the shit he did he was like robbing people. He assaulted this bitch for no reason. Mark, and, uh, and Marky blind. Mark, she's, huh? yeah. She's blind for life. Wow. He, and he got away with it. It's like, terrible. Still has done nothing for this person now that he's a born again Christian I, and has I, all I his money. I don't, I don't think so. I read I an I article. I couldn't find anything about it. There was an uh, article. Was the... He he's starting Hollywood 2.0 in uh, Nevada. Who? Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Nevada? Yeah, he moved to Nevada to be a... to start a Christian... Was that before or after Alec Baldwin shot the girl? No, that was in uh, New Mexico. <laughs> and that still oh. came on. I think they filmed that movie, man. No. <laughs> it's tragic. You should see all the body bags. Uh, They have piled up. <laughs> I love it. This one for the mass grave. <laughs> Looks like a New York morgue early COVID. <laughs> horrific, to say the least. Yeah, man, I think Alec Baldwin, uh, I think they filmed The Rust. That was New Mexico. And then Marky Mark Wahlberg is, I read some article, he... He's full blown Christian guy. Uh, he's really preaching it wherever he goes, and he's left Hollywood. He he moved 
to Nevada and he's starting a, a studio, uh, like a film studio out there, where uh, he claims they're gonna get he's gonna get tons of uh, actors and um, all, you know it's it's gonna be a huge deal and they're gonna you know compete with Hollywood. He, he was calling it Hollywood 2.0. So, but apparently, according to you, he uh, blinded a woman, though? That's kind of weird in my book. All right, so I'm... Okay, so this, is the, this is what I love. I'm hoping you just dug up some of the Marky Mark the, blinding a woman info. Dude, this is why I love... This is why I love Hollywood, and, like, you can tell who's playing the game and who's not. Oh, yeah. Right? I lay types. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg did not blind somebody during an assault in 1988. Oh, stand to be corrected. He just punched a Vietnamese man in the face. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, yeah, did he blind the fella? Hello? I mean. Wow. I think I may have known about this. Wasn't this in his... Calvin Klein days when he was uh, you know, posing in the underwears? No, 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 yeah, so he was 16 at the time, and apparently the Vietnamese man who he punched had lost an eye way previously. And Mark Wahlberg just happened to punch <clears throat> a one-eyed Vietnamese man. Like, it doesn't get better, dude. Did he punch him in, like, the good eye? Like, the one good eye? Oh no! He, he oh, lost his eye in a grenade explosion while serving for the South Vietnamese Army, which was helping the U.S. Army. Wow, and Marky Mark, Mark. punched this. He uh... was he in his underwear when he did it? <clears throat> oh, okay, it gets better. Nice. I can't believe it gets better. During the assault in Boston, <laughs> Wahlberg, <laughs> of course, punched Trin. The guy with one eye who helped the American army during the war. Oh, God. Punched Trin in the eye after first hitting another Vietnamese man in the head oh, with, a large, oh. with a large stick and hurling racial slurs. <laughs> hey I told you this was great. I really, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, this is like the greatest thing I ever heard. Not only does he have a small dick, he goes after the Vietnamese. <laughs> is it because they have bigger dicks? I can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. But this is why I love the Vietnamese. Have you ever seen that thing about uh, Theo Vaughn? I have not. About eating a Vietnamese? Like a person? So Theo Vaughn said if, you're on a bo- if he was on a boat... And like in the middle of the ocean, they had to eat somebody. He would eat a Viet- the Vietnamese guy on the boat, and like everybody was laughing. They're like, "Why?" And he was like, "Well, you're not gonna eat one of the black people because you know then the other black people are gonna go crazy." You know what I mean? <laughs> Same thing with like the white people. He's like, the "Vietnamese just they seem like they're forgiving people." <laughs> wow, I don't think he's wrong. And, and I always thought it was the funniest thing I ever heard. Trin. The guy who was punched in the face after his friend was hit in the head with a large stick and he got hurled with racial slurs, right? This is what he has to say today about Mark Wahlberg. He was a young and reckless, but I forgive him. <laughs> Everyone deserves another chance. Wow. I, 
I really love that actually because there is a lot of power behind forgiveness. And yeah. uh this man uh he um he has almost a control over Mark Wahlberg in a weird way. You know? Oh no, I think I think that's why the Asians live longer. Yes. Like all Asian societies do, they like they they live and let live. They forgive. Hey, you're a piece of shit. You were you were a piece of shit to me. Fine, I don't care because that just means your whole life is <laughs> shitty. No, you know? I know that's they what... let you go. Like it's the white, it's the it's the European man who's like, what? You cut me off in traffic? I'm gonna follow you home. I'm gonna <laughs> slash your tires. <laughs> and then you don't realize you're 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 a piece of shit too. Well, Mike know? just told us about his Friday evening last week. Excellent. Uh, that's pretty much every day. Of the week. <laughs> Every time I got to drive down the Kennedy. I just think that this man, who we don't really know anything about, really, uh, versus Mark Wahlberg, who lives a lifetime in the public eye, uh, you know, um, Mark Wahlberg must carry an enormous baggage of weight and, and, and just, you know, horribleness that he has to, he feels the need to go and get Ash Wednesday and then go on to Good Morning America and do an interview and preach about being Christian. Whereas yeah. he probably regrets what he did. And I can only imagine he carries that with him everywhere. Be- the fact that the man he did that to forgave him. And, and I think that forgiveness gives the-, the man who was assaulted so much power over Mark Wahlberg, who, who probably sure. pr- lives his whole life pretending to be a big, powerful, strong guy, but really is just a. Just a tiny, angry no, dude. No, that, that's why he has the muscles. Right. <laughs> because, because he feels inferior because he knows he is. How, how, how big and strong do you think physically this little Vietnamese guy is that he punched in the face? But this man mentally, far stronger. Oh, spiritually, this you man know? is a giant compared to Mark Wahlberg. That's why Mark Wahlberg has to hit that gym every day. Or repent and go on TV and say, I'm now a Christian, but uh, come to my new studio in Nevada and <laughs> make some movies with me, I guess. Uh, I hope it works out for Mark. I think. I Maybe I don't. I don't know. He sounds like a bad dude, but uh, you know, ev- I agree with these Asian fellas. Uh, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. Uh, just, oh, yeah. Just like... Uh, James Comey deserves a second chance to explain. Ooh. Yeah, you remember James Comey? He's a giant compared to uh, Mark. <laughs> remember Wahlberg. all the Democrats, like 2016 to 2019? They Comey was the hero. Oh, he that they would describe him as a giant, and oh my god, he's so big. Have you seen how big his, his hands are? Enormous. He's like a. <laughs> Yeah, oh, dude, remember because Trump had the small hands? They were obsessed with how oh, big Comey right, was dude. and how big his hands oh, were. He was going to slap his dick on Trump's desk. Like dude. a giant, yeah. this guy's hands. They were unbelievable. I thought it was oh, Shaq for right. five seconds. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. And, uh, speaking of Shaq, actually, I was eating a clementine today. And uh, I was holding one of the clementines in my fingers. And I thought about how, like, I wondered if, like, a normal orange slice looked like a clementine in Shaq's fingers, you know? <laughs> like, size comparison-wise, like, if Shaq was peeling a normal orange in his fingers, right, the single slice of orange 
must look like the clementine in my fingers, you know? And I'm holding it, and then I'm thinking, can Shaq eat a clementine? (laughs) Can he? I don't think he can. I don't think his hands are capable of peeling a clementine, dude. It's so small. It's like when you try to pick up, like, a penny on the ground. Yeah, there's no way Shaq can pick up a penny. It's like there's not enough there. Like, he's got to use needle those yeah, pliers. Yes. He, he, I bet you Shaq has someone to peel clementines for him. Oh, wow. There's no way Shaq can eat a clementine. I'm, oh, I'm calling with, it right okay, now. I'm just thinking, like, same thing with, like, those small potatoes. <laughs> Anything. I was thinking about everything small. No, like, right. I was holding the clementine. Baby carrots? <laughs> Forget about it. Can't even <laughs> grab them. Right. <laughs> hey, man. Did you dunk that baby carrot for me in the ranch? Yeah, thanks, man. Baby carrots? I just squashed <laughs> the whole bag into one ball. <laughs> Baby care about <laughs> BCB. Dude, all I can think of is like, there's no way Shaq can eat a clementine. It's totally impossible for this man. It's impossible, yeah. Like he has, he probably he probably needs somebody to peel it for him, and then he just eats the whole thing like a ball, like a tiny little. Like he Do probably you think he eats- can eat a grape. Yeah, or does he just yeah. eat the whole. I was just the thinking whole he eats a clementine like a grape, you know? <laughs> like, like, well, I was thinking like a grape's got to be difficult. <laughs> it blew my mind, dude. I had this wild moment today oh, eating wow. clementine. Yeah, yeah, and I put myself in Shaq's shoes thinking about eating tiny fruit. Like, <laughs> Shaq's shoes. His shoes are more than double mine. I know. <laughs> I could probably fit my whole foot where he puts his toes. Like the crease from in the shoe where his toes bend, I could fit my whole foot forward of that crease. I don't know. I bet you if I folded myself just right, I could get like half my body into Shaq's shoe. Oh, yeah. I'm like one of those Yorkie puppies, dude. That like in the fucking Yeezy. Oh, dude. If he's got a fucking 25 Yeezy, I'm fucking curling up in that bitch. Like, I actually feel for like. At least a weekend. You know? <laughs> Yeezys Yeezys are back on sale Don't forget folks Go get your Yeezys You think Shaq's got a Yeezy? I don't know He's got Yeezys I could probably curl up in his Yeezys I don't know I just uh, I started really going through my mind Of things that are kind of small in my hand And I am No large man by any mean And then I started thinking about like Shaq And I'm like dude The small things to me Must be like You know Infant, like, uh, <laughs> itty bitty, yeah, like tiny ant snacks, you know, like tiny little. I don't know, it was blowing my mind. I really, uh, never thought about it before, and now I have. So, <laughs> good thing I did. Sometimes it's good to be normal size. This is true, yeah. I, it would be uncomfortable, definitely, to, uh, be seven foot tall and having to like uh you know get through the corridors of most buildings i i would find most cars to be uncomfortable you know you can't even get into like nice sports cars if you're like a huge giant athlete plus he's lucky he's rich dude you're not gonna be rich imagine being poor and you gotta fly economy (laughs) (laughs) jesus my knees hurt i'm five seven five seven they've done something with the planes man Recently, I, fl- I think they're shrinking them and not telling anybody. Uh, they gotta be, dude. Because even the fucking... Dude, I sat next to a four-year-old girl. She was cramped. 
I'm telling you, recently... It was... <laughs> the last trip to Florida, dude, was insane. Oh, they, they have shrunk down the seats, and they have added more seats, and it's just uh, super uncomfortable at this point. And, and they cut down the flights, so everything is packed. Yeah, Remember, dude, it used to be like, you had a good chance of that middle seat not being full. Emma sent me a picture from her last trip, and she had her feet sprawled out across the aisle. She had her own whole aisle. I was very yeah. impressed. That's pretty nice. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. You're right, man. We used to fly all the time out of here and, and score ourselves an aisle seat, although those would be those red-eye flights, which, uh, you know, I, I feel yeah. like you, you want to catch the empty flight, go late night. Uh, you just got to go early to the airport so you get enough time to That's hang out call. at the bar and drink a little extra, and then um, pop in a couple edibles. You could snooze your way through the uh, the whole flight there. That's a good call. And that's what I do. That's why you never see me in the videos, uh, maybe soon to come. But, you know, lately, even, a lot of videos out there, people just going berserker on the flights. You know, the, the yeah, fist Yeah, I don't punching. get it. Well. What I'm, are you hoping to accomplish? I've also seen a lot of fights going down in restaurants and places in Chicago. It's been a thing trending on Twitter. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of fisticuffs getting dropped amongst the public in very bizarre places. I'm not that guy on the plane. I'm typically the dude zonked out on a couple edibles and several uh, cocktails, shots, and beers over at the bar. Yeah, I try to get as fucked up as possible for the plane. Dude. I thought I'm everybody the was hitting, yeah. I'm in the bathroom hitting the vape pen. Yeah, man, dude, I rock the yeah. vape pen. Absolutely. That's why I, I keep going back to uh, the idea Companies out there in the weed industry, please give us the shit-smelling vape pen. I mean, not tasting. Make it taste like something good, you know. doesn't have to be fruity. I'll take, like, a chicken pot pie, BLT sandwich, you know, whatever you're feeling. But when it comes out, well, maybe not when it comes out, because then if it comes out tasting like shit, you got the old shit breath. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'll take the shit breath if it gets me kind of high.